Welcome to The No Podcast with me, Nikki Spo. What is up, truth speakers? Welcome to another episode of The No with me, Nikki Spo. You guys, I am freaking thrilled to have Katia Elise Henry on the show today. And if you live under a rock, this goddess is goals in so many ways. And I have truly loved getting to know her and having her in my hoops family of women that really inspire me. Katya is an entrepreneur and online personality with over 7 million followers, and she runs three successful businesses, WBK Fit, Kiss My Peach Swimwear, and Blessed Protein, which is a plant-based protein. Katya is 27 years old and a proud June Gemini, a mother to a beautiful baby girl named Zaya, and is the girlfriend to the love of her life, Miami Heat player, Tyler Hero. If you follow her on IG, you've seen her two cats, Snoop and Dog, who are a part of her little family. She loves nature, food, music, dancing, working out, meditating, and traveling, and she considers herself to be a very loving, passionate person who never settles for second best. In this episode, Katya is going to walk us through her big move from a small town in Minnesota to Miami, Florida, and how she started her career. Today, her favorite thing about what she does for a living is helping women feel confident. And it's clear she has plenty of it herself, and I am excited to tap into the mind of this powerhouse woman. Let's get started with Katya Elise Henry. Katya Elise Henry, I've been wanting to have you on the show for such a long time now, and I'm so excited that the time has finally come from day one of finding out like whatever, like who you are and everything in the online world, at least. I've always really admired your presence and messaging. Um, I have mad respect for you and what you've built, Peach and Network equally. (laughs) Thank you. Thank you very much. I'm excited to be on the show finally. I'm so happy you asked me. Yay. So one of the reasons that I'm really honored to speak with you, one of the the many reasons that that I'm really honored to speak with you is that I think Instagram personalities, right? Quote, Instagram personalities are just that, like personalities. And while we are in control of our own narratives, I also think it's really easy to have other people feel like entitled to direct or possess or claim what our narratives are for us. And from the moment I met you, you were as sweet as pie. And I was like, this woman is amazing. And I loved, I've loved getting to know you little by little, especially watch you blossom in this new stage of your life as a mother. So thank you for taking the time out of your schedule to chat with me today. Um, yeah, I'm really excited because to my knowledge, you've never really been on a podcast, right? No, no. It's just like my first time. Actually, I did. (laughs) But it wasn't really, it didn't really count. This is like real professional podcast so that's mind you that's after i told you that i didn't know how to set up my own mic real real professional over here (laughs) oh that's funny but i know my network is going to be super curious to learn what you're like really all about um and i bet even people in your own network will appreciate this opportunity to get to know you in a more intimate way through this conversation so we're going to start from the beginning um who was Katya Elise Henry before she had over 7 million followers on IG? She was just um, a, a waitress. My first job, of course, was Twin Peaks. It's much like Hooters. <laughs> she was a waitress. And then I decided actually to be a nanny. I love, love, love babies. So I was just a nanny, finished up school, had a had a boyfriend, Um really just 
working every day and going to the gym little by little. Then I started going a lot with my mom who showed me pretty much everything. And before you knew it, turned fitness into a career. It was really just, I mean, in the flash of my eyes just, I mean, I'm not gonna say it fell into my lap, but it sort of did. Um, I did work hard to get to where I am, but it was really just God blessed me with the opportunities that came my way at least. That's so. incredible. That's incredible. So you didn't grow up in Miami. You grew up in Minnesota. No, I am from Minnesota. I moved away when I was 15 to Arizona. I was there for five years and then I moved here to Florida when I was 20 years old and have been here since I'm now going to be 28 in June. It's been really empowering, Katya, to watch your journey unfold, right? And I think it's so important that we have, well, it's amazing that we have this opportunity with social media to like show the genuine aspects of life and like, and our journeys without it just being a superficial thing, which it can be, as you know, especially in the fitness industry, you know, but I'm curious, why did you guys go to, to Arizona? So um, we all moved to Arizona, of course, my family, um, because my dad was a bodyguard. He was a bodyguard for like the Jonas Brothers, Mary J. Blige, Prince, all of them. So growing up, that's kind of what I was, what I was in, like very normal oh, tour bus, oh, concerts, very, very normal. Um, so anyways, my dad moved us to there because he didn't want me to grow up in L.A., which I totally understand. I, you know, I'm really happy that we didn't go because that's where he would normally work. So he's like, okay, let me move you guys close, but not to LA because he didn't want me to grow up like that. Um, so yeah, that is why we moved to Arizona. Did you like it? I loved Arizona. Yeah. Oh yeah. I was, was that like high school time for you? Yep. High school, yeah. sophomore year. Sophomore year. That's where I met my best friend, Austin. On yeah. The and Ooh. yeah. I had a really good time in Arizona. I do love it there. That's great. And so what made you decide Miami? Again, parents. Dad switched no up jobs. Yep. Yeah, mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yep. Dad switched up That's jobs. lucky. <laughs> right? So, like, yeah. Hey, guys, let's all pick up and go to, go to Miami, Florida. You're I, like, yes, yes, and yes, please. I know. I was like, okay, let's go. That's it awesome. Was, it was amazing. I came here obviously not knowing anybody. So I was like, okay, I was sitting in my house for like five, six months. Like I need to make some friends. So one day I just went to this pool party by myself and I met a couple friends and they're still my friends now. So it was really scary moving, but it was, it was great. I love, I love Miami. It's so much fun. Of course I did the whole partying thing when I was 20, 21, 22. Stop that. Now, not much partying, which is good. Okay, but so I know that your friend Austin was a cheerleader, and but you were a cheerleader too, right? Right, yep. Did you do competitive cheerleading? Yes, I did, yeah. And I was doing competitive cheerleading in Minnesota when I was, what, 10, 8, 9? Very it's, young. It's the cult of competitive cheerleading, yeah, yeah. by the way. Like mm-hmm. Top Gun over here. Like, <laughs> I mean, and I mean that in the most loving way. I learned so many like amazing things from being in a program like that, like about teamwork, you know, yes. and like what it means to work together, be disciplined, and like work towards a goal yes. with other people. It was, I mean, it was great. I don't, I, I don't I, know if you had that experience too. I did. Yeah, I'm so happy I had that. I had the whole team team thing with uh, cheerleading because it really taught me a lot. I was always that girl who was 
I was never clicky, not in high school, not no nothing. I never had like my groups. So on the team, I would be friends with everybody, but you know, everyone would have their little cliques, but I would be the one who's friends with everyone. And just I like, can see that yeah. in you. <laughs> so it, I loved that. And um, oh, I miss cheerleading. It was so hard though. I'm so glad that's over. It was so yeah, hard. Every day I'd fear for my life. <laughs> it was a flyer. I know it was pretty scary for me too. I actually I wound up like tearing my ACL um, doing oh, gym, like no. in like tumbling. Man, it was scary. It was scary times, but it was also fun. Like I, I mean, I had these. Those were some of the best times of my life. But that said, it's so funny because I don't know. Like, did you were you working out like during that time? That was just cheer. Yeah, just cheer. Mm-hmm. And then when I when I stopped after high school, eighteen, because um, I I actually ended up doing um, high school cheerleading. I quit competitive, did high school when I was 16. So after high school, yeah, I stopped and then it took kind of a while off. And then I was like, oh, I need to go to the gym. I need to get active again. So I remember feeling like that. Like I had never worked out a day in my life because like the gymnastics element and like I was a base and all this stuff like was so, I mean, fitness related, right? And I did so much. Um, I did a lot of like exercise within my own program that when, and even then, like as a professional dancer, like I never had to work out. Like that was my workout. I danced, I danced, I cheer, I dance, I dance, I dance. And there was no such thing in my life as working out. And it wasn't until after that, that I was like, oh snap, like you, like I have to do something like to stay in shape and stay active, but you've always been active, right? At what point did you think to yourself that this was it? Like you were going to start a business around fitness. Like what was the, like the thing that clicked? Was it like when you hit a certain amount of followers that you were like, maybe I can make money on this? Or did you always, did you always just have this entrepreneurial spirit? I didn't. I'm going to, this goes to my sister, my oldest sister, Tanaya. She, she's the entrepreneur. She is the hustler of the family. She like, she's so smart. Always, I always look up to her. So this is what happened. So I hit, I don't know, what, 15,000 followers. And I was just doing things, you know, for free, whatever. And she had, she called me up and she was like, Katya, like, you gotta, you gotta take this seriously. Like, you can't just be the girl in the, in the thong swimsuits, just taking booty pictures. Like, that can't be you. Like, you gotta turn this into a business. Like, start, you know, posting some workouts. Like, but she pushed you. She pushed me, yeah. And she put it on your radar. She did, yeah. That's amazing. Like, that's amazing that you had somebody like that in your corner who was like, all right, this is what you're going to do now. Like, let's go. Let's go. So physically, like, your before and after pictures are, like, drastically different. Like, it motivates the hell out of me personally because I feel like before you're, like, you took, you know, your fitness game to the next level, like, it was very just, like, you're very, like – I hate the word regular, but it was like regular fit. Like just like, yeah. Like you were fit, you were thin, you mm-hmm. had like you had a shape, but it wasn't yeah. like you just were like you were just fit, like just normal, yeah. like whatever. But then you like worked these curves that became like what you're so well known for. Like what was that journey well, like? That journey because like you put the, like the, the you from before and like the you now like next to each other, and it's a different body. Like crazy, yeah. It's really crazy. So in the beginning of my training days, I was just, you know, training to feel good, I guess, be skinny. Um, yeah, right. You know, so I was like drinking the protein shakes, eating all the chicken, no um, carbs, none of that. Um, very clean eating. So then I just started learning more and more throughout my journey. Um, consistency, lifting heavy, eating, eating your carbs, 
you know, not depriving yourself of desserts and, and stuff. It's really just consistency, eating and lifting heavy. And over eight years now, what? eight years, eight years. Yep. I started when I was 20. So over all that time, it's like second nature to me, even, even like, um, when I was pregnant, um, muscle memory, my butt, you know, of course it like started to sag a little bit cause taking off, uh, working out, being pregnant, you know, all that. But once I got back to it, like my muscle memory is like insane and I was able to get some of the gains back. Um, yeah, but I still can't lift heavy and that's okay because I had my fun time doing that. <laughs> but that's how you do it. And you know, honestly, Katya, it's not what people want to hear, right? Like people don't want to hear that it takes time and consistency, right? I because know, I know. everybody, like myself included, and I'll t- I, I personally felt this way after I had a baby, after I, both times I had my children, I was like, why can't I just be skinny again? Like, <laughs> like make it happen now. No. Like, and it was harder after I had my second child because I was like less motivated to like get back at it. Like I was tired. Now I didn't have just one kid. I had two kids and I was like, I don't really feel like going back into the gym and maybe it doesn't matter. But then like, I remember just like not feeling that great. Like, because I wasn't working out, not just like from the aesthetic standpoint, right? Like the aesthetics was one thing, but it was like the feeling, like, I'm like, I feel sluggish. I don't feel, I don't feel good. My skin is still a mess. You know, like it really was a, like the fact of the matter is it was part of my, it had been like working out in my fitness, my own fitness journey had been part of my self-care routine and I wasn't doing that. And it took me a while to get, to get back into it. But the postpartum thing can be a real like mind fuck, right? Like, I don't know. You, I feel like you share about it publicly, like to an extent, but like, how was that for you? I always thought while, this is why I was pregnant. This is before I was actually going through it. Like, oh, it's no problem. I'm not worried about nothing. Like I'm getting my body back, no worries. I'm going to take it slow. It's fine. Not run, no, in no rush. And, and that like, you know, it stuck with me a little bit through postpartum, what I would say like two months. Then I started getting impatient and I'm like, okay, this belly's not coming off. Like, what am I doing wrong? Like, I need to get get back to it because like it makes me feel good. This is how I make a living. Like I gotta get my body back. Gotta get do this. Um, but I was that pressure. The journey actually is also like helping me out. Like I have to do the you know share things with people. You know that's not easy. Like it's not just oh she's back in the gym all looking good. Like I gotta share the struggles too. You know it. It's real life. It it just took so much mentally to like okay be patient with yourself. And, you know, this is not a race. It can take you six, seven, eight, nine, a year, two years to get back. It's no race. Um, it was really hard, though, because I was like, I just want to fit in my clothes. I don't, I don't, I didn't go out with my friends for a while because I couldn't fit into my clothes and I felt like I wasn't looking good. So I'm, I just stayed in my house for a while. Um, and, and then I was, of course, a little bit insecure with, my boyfriend, like, oh my gosh, I feel, do I look good? Like I, it was not easy at all. And I shared a little bit on my social media, but not all of it. I mean, there, this is, this is a good one. This is a good story. So my first photo shoot I had, um, a while ago, what was I three months postpartum, two months postpartum? 
um, something like that, first photo shoot. We um, got all the outfits in the car, about to take pictures at this location, and I get out, start taking the first set of pictures, and I look at the pictures, I just start crying. I had a breakdown, I cried, and I went in the car, my mom followed me, she tried to comfort me, and I was just like, I'm not ready to take pictures, I do not look good, I I, I don't know like how am I going to get back to into shape, I just, I couldn't do it, so that whole day of it was supposed to be like a six hour shoot. Like we just said, I can't do it. That was really sad. <laughs> that day was really sad. And, um, yeah, I've had, I had another shoot when I was five months, no, four months postpartum where, um, we were supposed to actually do like some swimsuits. And I was like, absolutely not. <laughs> we are going to have to save this till, seven months at least like let me get some more time so i'm actually gonna do the swimsuit shoot um on friday which i'm excited about now i'm feeling congratulations good. thank you very much and so yeah it was it was a struggle and i mean i have so much respect for moms now especially like you have two kids you did it twice it takes so much out of you physically and mentally like People have no idea, and you could never even begin to like imagine it until you're in it. It's easy, but I think it's really important, Katya, that you are opening up about these things. And like I said, like I, I feel like you do share snippets of it on your social, and that's incredible. But like, not everybody knows these stories of what you went through, and that you had the photo shoot, and you didn't do it because you were like, I don't like how I look. Like those are really, really authentic and real experiences that all moms go through. Like we might not all being setting, like being setting ourselves up to take professional pictures because our line of work isn't like to, to our, our physical fitness, right. Or our appearance, but we're still going through that behind closed doors. Like how many times did I smash, try to smash myself into my jeans and like, they're still not fitting. And like how, like, I remember there, there are times being like, how did I, how did, how did I ever fit into those pants? I I can't even imagine. Like I, I was like, who can fit into those little jeans? And I'm like, you did, but you know, and and it's just, it's, it is a total like mind warp of like perspective. I remember I had to, one of the things I did, I was like, I actually got out. I took out all of the clothes from my closet. I actually just took them out. I was like, these are going to have to go into a storage for a little bit because I can't like sit here and look at the clothes and then try to smash myself into them. And have them look not flattering on me and then feel frustrated because I have nothing to wear. So I cleaned out my closet and I literally like hung up the five things that I could wear. And that was it. Like that was the rotation. And I was like, okay. But at least I didn't have to like look at the at the clothes in the closet and be like mad that I couldn't fit into them. But like it's – and there's something to be said about that is like you – your business is your body. And like – my gosh, Katya, like how the pressure from the outside world, like, do you, did you feel any pressure from the outside world or do you think that was more like your own stuff? Like you were putting the pressure on yourself. Oh no. I felt pressure from the outside world too, because I mean, the majority of the people on social media that follow me, they're really, really nice. A lot of them are really nice, but there are some that are really rude and have, you know, I feel like most most of them are men. (laughs) <laughs> but yeah, guys, 
Yeah. They're like home alone. They probably <laughs> can never snag a girl like you in your life and they're like still going to be like a dick about things. Right. But they're like, oh, the snapback. We can't wait for the snapback. Oh, oh, yeah, blah, yeah, blah, yeah. blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, oh my gosh, like I'm trying guys. I'm going to get there. Just give me time. So I felt pressure. And then I also knew, okay, I got to get things out for work. Like I haven't been working like through pregnancy. Like obviously you take time off, you lose money. Yeah, I was like, I need to get back to it. Like, I really was just, I mean, I had pressure from myself and then I had pressure from social media, outside world. So um, definitely, yeah, it was really hard. And that would make me break down and cry sometimes. So then I would just be like, you know what? This is my world. <laughs> this is what I'm going to do what I need to do. I'm going to take my time. So I, I'm I, I'm good at self talk, but there of course like there are times you know where you just cry. I mean, the big thing right now is like how social media affects all of our mental health, right? Right. And like, I think the easy solution is like, well, don't be on social media, right? Like, social media is bad. <laughs> I think that's like the easy thing to say, but the reality is that social media is a very big part of our life and how like we make money, how almost every single business now makes money. Yeah. So it's almost, it's like a part of, of, of the society now that we have to like find a way to work it and let, instead of like letting it work us. Right. right? Exactly. And exactly. that's not easy. So like, what are some of the things that you do to like keep the blinders on and not let that negative outside talk affect your inner world? My, my thing is once you start like once you realize like you're not going to be everyone's cup of tea, you know, your hair might be too long for someone. This is too, you know, your skin is, is this color. They didn't need like eyes. You have brown eyes. We like blue eyes, you know, like right. <laughs> you're not going to be everyone's cup of tea. So once you realize that smooth sailing and once you realize that these people are, were being rude or whatever, you know, they're taking their own problems out on on you. That's really how they're feeling about themselves, you know? So you just kind of have to feel bad for those people. Of course, every now and then you're going to read something that kind of makes you think or makes you look in the mirror like, oh, I never noticed that. Oh, my forehead is big. Oh, I never really noticed that. But I guess now I'm looking at it now. Like, like now I'm looking at my forehead. Thanks, assholes. <laughs> right. right. Yeah. So, um, it, it it's never just like, oh, I'm good. Nothing ever bothers me. You know, it's like everything. Everything's like this. So, but the main thing you have to know is you're not everyone's cup of tea. And once you accept that, you're good. You're not going to impress everybody. And that shouldn't be your goal anyways. And you should want to impress yourself. Everything about you, inside, outside, needs to be to your standards, how you want to live, how you want to look. This is about you. How does your spirituality play into to this? My sister really, really taught me a lot. Tanea, she's just so smart. <laughs> anyway, she taught me a lot. She's like, manifest everything that you want. Um, you know, how you view you is how you are going to be like, this is a funny example, Kanye. He views himself as... Jesus or God or whatever. <laughs> and like, as soon as you like start to say that, like people actually are going to like, oh, he is. Like, you know, like 
for me, I always used Queen Katya when I was like 15. I, <laughs> I, would, I would have like my cheer team embroidered like Queen Katya on my duffel bag for cheer. That's so, really cute. I started calling myself Queen Katya like long ago. And then I just stuck with me. And I'm like, I'm the queen. And then everyone's like, you're the queen. <laughs> so it's like how you view yourself, you know, like people are going to view you. So, um, yeah. And another thing is my mom taught me like what goes around comes around. So if you put bad out, you're going to get bad back. So put good out. Usually you receive good. Mindset plays a lot into it, right? Like how you view yourself and how you actually love yourself. Like, I mean, in the past, I've personally, Katya, struggled with like, like loving myself, right? Like I did a whole series on this book that I read. It's called Mirror Work. And it taught like the whole book was like, talking about like you have to talk to yourself in the mirror and be like, I love you. And I remember, and I shared this on on another episode, but it was like, that shit was so hard for me. Like I would look into the mirror and the first, like the first task was like to look at yourself in the mirror and tell yourself that you, I love you. Yes. I love everything about you. And I did it and I cried because I was like, I don't even know how to love myself. Like I don't even know how to love myself. And that was like, you know, that was a while ago. It wasn't that long ago, but, and I've had different journeys, parts of that on my own journey, but like coming to a place where I like of this deep inner knowing where I actually believe the self-talk, right? Both ways, like shutting down the negative self-talk, like of maybe, oh gosh, I'm this, I'm that, like all these negative things about me, which, you know, we want to work on the negative things about us. I don't, like the, my negative qualities, I don't want to live there. I want to get, I want those negative things to get better. But like also believing that like the positive talk of like, I am a queen, right? I am a goddess. I am beautiful from the inside out, you know? And like my outside world, it's okay for my outside world to reflect my inner beauty. Like that's okay. Like I've personally experienced a lot of shame around that. Like beauty shame, I've called it in the past. It's like I have been ashamed to look a certain way or dress a certain way. Like I didn't deserve to. And it took a long time for me to actually believe personally that I I could and that was okay and that didn't make me bad. You know, and so like listening to you talk is just so refreshing because it it really like it's so amazing to hear women like you who like exude self-love and not in like a conceited or entitled way, but you just have this knowing about you that that you deserve greatness and beauty and love and all of the things. Like I hear that in your voice when you're speaking. And like when you say like Queen Katya, I don't for a second think that you are like arrogant. I think that you truly believe in who you are and what you're, and you have like a very strong sense of self-worth. That's what I get from you. The social media world is very fickle. Like, do you think that people make preconceived judgments about who you are as a person because you're so comfortable with yourself? Oh yeah, definitely. And I, what is that like? I, uh, I love it. (laughs) I love that. I think it's so funny because I mean, of course I, I, yeah, I, I love myself. I try to love myself at each stage, you know, every day is now like, Oh, I'm the best, but yeah, more days than it sounds bad, but more days than more day, more positive days than negative days for sure. I don't know how, I don't know. My mom always asks me the same question. She's like, Katya, how do you love yourself? Like so much through each. I'm like, I honestly, don't know. I think it's just like a mindset. Like I have to. <laughs> like I don't know. Um, but you how- should do a course on that, Katya. You know, people I know. would pay big effing money for that. 
that's really <laughs> like listen to we're all looking right we're all looking for it that's what that's what people really like that's what they want too like they want to look beautiful but they want to like learn how to love themselves and that's yeah. part of what you're selling i think yeah definitely confidence i've always loved to like all my all my friends like my best friends like i like i feel like i picked them up and like here blossom like you are confident this is you like austin i feel like i helped him a lot with the confidence and being who he is that's my favorite thing but i've done that with all my best friends since i was little i just love to lift people up and like bloom like you got this you're amazing i think that is funny to me because of course people are going to make assumptions but like once you get to know me and you know who i am you know my heart you know like i'm not anything so i'm not stuck up i'm not i'm not I'm none of that um so it's a nice little surprise that's what i like to think like oh i love that i think that but you'll be surprised you know it is it is <laughs> um it's beautiful um and the whole confidence piece and how you love to bring other people up and even just mentioning that your mom even asks you like how do you do that? Like, how do you, you have all this self-love. And again, I want to reiterate, like, I don't get the vibe that this is from a place of like arrogance or entitlement. This is like a genuine, like peacefulness within you. You know, you mentioned your mom, you mentioned your sister a lot. Like you, it sounds to me like you have this web and that you are very much a part of yourself of like strong, badass women that like in your life has set, have set the example for you. And then you go out into the world and do that for yourself. So how has, you know, your mom seems like a really positive force in your life as well as your sisters. Mm -hmm. How has that motivated you and how has, has, have they impacted your own motherhood journey? So I'm just, I look up to my mom and my sisters, everything they do. Okay. Did this work out for them? No. Did this? Yeah. So I take things, I take notes. Like I learn, I like to learn from people. I watch people and I learn. Like if they did something and it didn't work out for them, I'm probably not going to do it. So I just take a lot of their advice. I listen to them and I live my life accordingly. You know, sometimes I don't want to do what they do or I do. I don't like to learn the hard way, which sounds bad, but like who does, you know? Like if you have people to listen to and and they can kind of guide you, then listen, you know, I've always, because when you're young, you're like, I want to listen to my parents, but I always did. And we think we know everything. Because I was like, they kind of do know. I mean, like, yeah. parents, they know everything. And the th thing with motherhood, my mom always, like I said, she always let me be me, like always, whatever I wanted to wear, what I wanted to post on social media. She took all my pictures. She still takes all my pictures since I started. She let me be me. And however that was, however I wanted to express myself, she let me. So I think that's going to play a huge role in me raising Zaya. I'm always going to let her, you know, do what makes her happy. And one, I think once you let your kids do that, then they don't go crazy as much. And it's just like a big, like I'm just so thankful that she didn't judge me. She let me be who I am. My sister too, same thing. My Gabrielle too, my other sister, she said, same thing. I think you're touching on something so important that we all as like a people need to really consider. I think that we are, it's really easy for us to come into parenting with our own like preconceived notions of like what our child should be. 
Right. That that to me is like t- super toxic and and just a recipe for something, you know, like unfortunate. Like if you want like your kids can grow up to be to do the things that you like, right? And if that's the case, like that's cool, you know? But like ultimately, I think that as parents, we need to wake up to the idea of letting our kids be who they are. In parenting, I think there's a sense of hierarchy and superiority when really like I see my children and I as equals. Oh, I love that so much. Like and my job as the adult in the room is to just help them reveal more of themselves to them in a way that feels good for them. I love that. Like why is it so important for women to celebrate each other? Because I feel like that's a big part of – your businesses. Right. Yeah. Um, because the community. we are all we have. We're like enemy. Like we're our own enemy, you know, mm-hmm. yeah. in, with each other. Like it's not a competition with anyone else. It's it's like we're all we got. So like we got to lift up. We got to lift ourselves up. We got to lift other women up. Uh, you know, nothing's a competition. None of that. Like we're all one. Really. We're all sisters. All of us. So, I mean, you got to be kind because everyone is going through things. Every single person, everyone is going through something. So always be kind. Always try to compliment when you can. I honestly, to my to my close, you know, my close people, my mom and stuff, I'm not the best at compliments, I've realized. My words of affirmation, I guess, I'm not the best at that. And even my boyfriend tells me, like, that's like my love language. So I'm like, okay, let me get better at this. I'm not the best at that. So I will be honest, but we need to like give more compliments to women and just um, let's lift each other up because I feel like the world really comes at us so hard and makes us feel certain ways. Um, We have to live up to certain standards and uh, it's just, we got, we we got it going for us, you know? It's not easy being a woman, but it's the best. Like, we run the world without us. There is no life. No life. Literally no life. <laughs> so, yeah, we we got to just keep each other going. I love that. So I want to wrap up by talking about your businesses because I know that, like, you're killing the game. Like, you have your protein. When I saw that you were in – what are you? You're in vitamin shop. I was like, oh, shit. This is big. This is big. I was like cheering you. And I don't think I even like knew you like at that time, but I was like, yes. I was like, yes. Like, I love seeing you shine. I really love seeing you shine. It makes me so happy. But like you have your protein and you have WBK fit, right? Which is your clothing line, your yeah. active wear clothing line. Yep. WK Active is the clothing line. WK Fit. WK Fit is like the workouts, meal plans, clothing line. Oh yeah. Kiss My Peach Swimwear, mm-hmm. which you've been promoing right now for a bit, right? Like you have, you have stuff happening. Yeah. I have um, just new colors. I've, I've had Kiss My Peach now for know, three years. Yeah. Um, but we're getting new colors and um, making some new styles because of course, before babies, I I had um, like small chests, very tiny, all over. Everything was just toned. <laughs> so you're like smaller, more Nasty compact. <laughs> nothing going on. No tummy, nothing. So I didn't. I was like, oh, I don't need to make swimsuits. That's not really like my body type. So I, I don't care. Basically, that's how I used to be. I was like, whatever. Now I'm like, okay. I feel terrible for not catering to all women of all sizes, you know, bodies, babies, mothers. Like, I feel terrible. 
So, oh my gosh, goodness, I have to like make some new styles for us. Like, now I I get it. Now I understand why women want leggings tight around the waistband. Me too. Back in the day, I'm good. I could wear nothing and be fine. (laughs) I need some support now. Yeah, totally. Well, I love seeing you shine and thrive and lifting up other women along the way. It's been a pleasure to watch you grow and have this conversation with you. Honestly, like it's been a dream. Thank you so much for sharing your your beautiful energy with me. I love this. Yeah. And we got to hang out. Definitely. Yeah. Let's do it again. Anytime. This was fun. (laughs) I was nervous. So like, this has actually been really fun. You're yeah. You're natural. You're great. Thank you. Thank you so much for listening to The Know. If you loved this episode, go ahead and share it with a friend. Words are so powerful and someone may need to hear what we covered today. And if you really loved this episode, please take a moment to rate the show and leave a review. Your comments are so important and valued and they give other listeners insight on what to expect on The Know. You can connect with me personally via Instagram at Nikki Sap Spo and The Know with Nikki Spo. My hope for you today is that you are fearless in looking inward so that you can be your highest, most authentic self and go after the life of your dreams. Mm -hmm.